Hey there, party people. Did you know that Encounter Party is now an official Dungeons & Dragons television show? You can find our second campaign on the Dungeons & Dragons Adventures channel, available now on Plex and Freebie. We have new episodes every Tuesday night at 9pm, and the show is available on demand next day on Plex. For links and to learn more, head on over to our website at EncounterParty.com. Now, please enjoy this episode of Campaign 1 of Encounter Party. Warning, this episode features very strong language and depictions of graphic violence. Listener discretion is advised. Last time on Encounter Party! Thanks to Xenia's guild connections, our players discover that Malphus Reed was using the Izzet power plant as a staging ground for his master plans. Hot on the trail of mysterious power surges, our players must exit the quarantine to continue their investigation. However, their only way out is through Golgari incursion tunnels, swarming with raiding parties. Will Lord Zatch be able to broker safe passage? Find out this week on Encounter Party! Back once again at Sonnet 4, you have done your best to convince to Master Biomancer Vizara to lift the quarantine so you may investigate outside the compound. She has refused in order to not only protect her own career, but because the quarantine itself has not yet been cleared. However, the Golgari have been attempting to burrow into the bottom of the Zonnet, and you may be able to use their tunnels to reach outside. Uh, Perix, I believe, has mutations allowing him to travel underwater, and he will be able to use them to aid you down below the well. We're going to go through the water to get there? Um, kinda. I mean, you can't breathe underwater, so you'll be in, like, some sort of balloon. Ooh. So, with the plan's approval, you are led all the way down to the bottom of the Zonnet, down to where you fought that terrible mutating crisis. Uh, and also where you lost your companion, Brevin. You enter what is clearly a diving chamber, um, and there is a gelatinous bubble resting in the center of the room on a raised platform. Perix uh, will wait patiently on the floor, while the remaining four of you are sort of led through this sticky, gooey membrane into the inside of the bubble. There is nowhere to sit inside this thing, so you all have to huddle awkwardly together as uh, all the Simic members who cannot breathe underwater uh, will exit the room. The chamber itself will slowly fill with water as Perix and Vizara begin releasing uh, the bubble from its restrainment clamps. Vizara will give a very professional dismissal and Perix swims above the bubble and then begins gently pushing you down through a cavity that is opened at the bottom of the chamber. And with Perix at the helm, you descend into the depths of the well with only the light of his amulet to guide you. Perix, would you please give me an athletics check? Oh, that is the worst check. (laughs) Uh, That would be a zero. A zero? Yeah, that would be a natural (laughs) one with a minus one. (laughs) Ah, great. That sucks for you. (laughs) 
And that's how he died. Okay, the major thing that you notice is that when the, the four of these guys that purged the bottom levels of the Zonnet, the explosions that separated the building from the wall left untold damage upon the rock face, making it very confusing for you to navigate this waterway. Now that the well has been damaged, any Golgari tunnels that were attempting to breach the side of the Zonnet are all probably caved in. And so you will need to hunt for a long time, much longer than you have the energy for. Perix, you will suffer one level of exhaustion before you finally discover a portal up and under a rocky crevice. There is a pocket where the waterline rests as it connects to a chamber of air. So you rise out of the water into a cave with a single long tunnel that stretches out into the dark. Now, whether or not this is what you are searching for, that's difficult to tell with such a poor roll. Perix cannot drag a bubble with four people inside of it, so as you breach the water, the bubble will dissipate, stranding your party underground in a pitch black cave i cast light on my shield you cast light on your shield what Lord's you can winces <laughs> uh me too as a dark vision user as a dark vision user um i would love to step a little forward so i may yes. not what in you the can sphere. see is a long stretching tunnel uh wide enough for several people to pass through together and it has been dug out this is not naturally occurring um it, it has been dug out in some fashion and you can only see for some distance before there is a sharp bend in the tunnel preventing you from seeing any further. Um, so a, a very limited field of view right now, and the only way forward is through the hole. <laughs> when we go back, can we not go back Great that work. way? Great work, Fleming. <laughs> <laughs> really fantastic work there. <laughs> Onwards. I start walking down the... Uh, Lorzach is going to be at the front of the party. I would always like to be at the front of the party for the sake of eyeballs not in light. When we go back, can we not go back that way? Can we please establish a marching order? I'll stay... Which is DM speak for... <laughs> right? <laughs> Your state... Choose the, the order. Front, yeah. No, you have the damn shield. <laughs> Choose the order in which you die. <laughs> I, uh, I can see 60 feet, you can see 30, but I can't see 60 when I'm in your damn light. <laughs> <laughs> no, because yeah. I have dark vision. So if you make it bright light, I resume normal 120 light. 120 feet, <laughs> superior dark vision. Bitch. I'll bring up the rear. I also cast Frank oh, and I'm their light sources are mobile beyond the range of your dark vision. Right. So while you're grumbling that it is suddenly light, <laughs> perhaps <laughs> your teammates are a little bit happier. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah Cause I, I can't see without it. So right. deal with it. So Frank is, mobile. so um, you've coalesced all four lights into Frank into Frank. And is Frank sort of walking out in front of you or is he sort of walking beside you? Frank is actually behind me because I can sense Fakara is a little nervous. So he's casting a little bit of light in front of me, but also walking next to her because Xenia is misguided in thinking that Frank is comforting whatsoever. So. <laughs> okay. Great. As you proceed down the tunnel, uh, before you actually reach this first bend to the right, would everyone please make a perception check? Uh, Lord's Edge, you may make yours with advantage. Nine. Twelve. Thirteen. One. Wow, you guys really don't hear anything. Um, there is this sort of unsettling deadness to the air as, as every step you take, and even your own breath, just sort of 
echoes and ripples down off the cavern walls. Um, and even though there is this sort of uh, audible solitude, you, you can feel the presence of something else. And it only takes about 30 to 40 more paces before you can hear the, uh, the sound of fluttering wings from around the bend. As you make your way about another 30 to 40 feet, the unmistakable flittering of wings becomes very apparent to those of you in the front. Brace yourselves for battle. And that's exactly what's about to happen. So as you approach the bend, you immediately notice what can only be described as a swarm of crawl warriors. Now the crawl are an insectile race that inhabit the Undercity. They are part of the Golgari Guild. Um, and they are large, multi-limbed, insectile beings, uh, kind of like mantises. Uh, and they do have the power of flight, um, and they, they operate large spears and bows that use four arms apiece to wield. And two of them uh, break off from the swarm and, and approach your group, demanding that you halt as they address Lorzach in the front. Halt! Halt now! Lorzach replies in crawl. You speak crawl. Yes. What would you like to say to them? They pose no danger. They are with me. Uh, but you bring outsiders. The Demir threaten the city. They join me in battle against the Demir. Uh, but you bring light. You bring terrible light. To which Lorzach looks back at Lennox. Snuff out the shield, please. I can't see without it. I will see for you. Now? I turn it off. Oh, Frank, I'll see you in a bit. Immediately after you extinguish your light, you can hear more crawl wings flittering as they approach, safe now that there isn't so much light in the tunnel. And you hear this strange alien clicking and wing flittering language traveling back and forth down the line of crawl in this tunnel. And the thing that concerns you, Lorzach, is the moment you realize that they recognize that there is a Simic guild member down here. And the threat sort of passes down a line of perhaps more than you were expecting to be down the tunnel of the Simic. They bring the Simic down here. Would everyone please roll initiative? Let's roll initiative! I'm not rolling good today. Fifteen. Nine. Five. There may also be a whining from the back of the t- line. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I don't want to... <laughs> so, now that your lights are extinguished, you hear all of this skittering as many, many crawl warriors begin to descend upon you. And not just uh, laterally to the left and the right, but also above you. And those of you in the back can hear these insectile warriors crawling on the ceiling above you as, as these things just sort of swarm upon you. And those of you at the front being uh, Perix and Lorzach, with your dark vision, you can see down the tunnel, there is a much larger crawl warrior carrying a big staff and draped in like moss robes with this horrific white skull painted on its carapace face and they are clearly directing uh, all of the crawl warriors with what's about to happen uh, first up is Perix. Perix immediately grabs his crystal which, gro- which glows purple 
The purple essence moves to his hand and he points at the wall, grabbing a large boulder from it and hurling it at the front. What are we fighting? Crawl. They're crawl warriors. The the bug guys. Hurling it at the front bug guy. Uh, that is a deck save 14 for you. Uh, for the first guy? Yeah. I'm going to suspect these things have crap all constant. Oh, dexterity? Well, that's a natural one, so he just is not prepared for whatever's about to happen. Okay, great. Fairly dexterous, pretty shit with charisma. 12, 21 points of bludgeoning damage. 21 points of bludgeoning damage. 48. Whoa. Yeah, I mean, it. It you hear this like rock that you've kind of summoned and chucked right at this insect. Rocks and insects don't really marry very well together, <laughs> and you just hear this sort of sickening crunch and sort of a squeak, like as like several things broke. Cool. And it, it, you can see in your dark vision, it kind of like looks like it's trying to like get itself back up off the ground, but like a wing is broken and probably its thorax is splintered and goo is pouring out a little bit. Like that was a massive swing. And then I'm going to pull back so that I'm in the direct center of the group. Okay. I just want to have as much people for protection as possible. I die really? quick. <laughs> Sup, Minotaur? Um, Fikara. Uh, I am going to, who is next? For... You can hear that there are things next to you. You do not have dark vision and you are currently in the dark. Okay. Um, I hear something behind me though, right? You hear things all around you. Okay. I'll con concentrate on the stuff behind me first. You can try and make a wild swing. You just attack with a disadvantage. Oh no, I wasn't going to take wild swing. I was going to okay. do earth tremor, which I'm sure is a great idea to do underground. Oh. oh. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I'm going to turn around. <sighs> oh, this is that part where DMs go. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's a really good idea that I now have to prepare for. <laughs> what is that? I didn't even know. Um, well, Earth I'm sure she's about to tell you. Right. Um, okay. You're so. going to use Earth Tremor. So yes. everyone within five feet of you makes a dexterity saving throw. Correct. Each, includes us. Each creature. So including Xenia okay. and Perix. Uh, Target's 13. I didn't get there. I also did not. Okay. Uh, two of them do, one of them does not. The one behind your right shoulder failed. Okay, so anybody who fails is 1d6, 1D6 bludgeoning and are knocked prone. Uh, if the ground in the area is loose earth or stone, it becomes difficult terrain until cleared with each five foot diameter portion requiring at least one minute to clear by hand. And they're going to take two damage. Okay, okay. so... Um, that one is knocked prone. Also, players are knocked prone. And within 10 feet around Fakara is difficult terrain, so it's half movement to move through. Copy. So if we stand up in it, that's it. Because well, it's half movement to get up. Yes. Yeah. And then I'll do Bardic Inspiration for Lennox. Lennox, um, you have light. You can do this. I believe in you. Much appreciated. Raka. Okay. Uh, Lorzash, could you please remind me what sort of elven immunities you have? That's a terrifying sentence. Well, Advan the crawl would know this because he's deaf, Corinne. Advantage against being charmed and magic can't put you to sleep. Nice. Okay. Uh, but you can be enfeebled. That's this an awful true. word. <laughs> okay. Crawling down the tunnel, sort of half on the ground, half on the wall, you recognize this larger crawl is a death priest. Um, and it spots you and recognizes you as Dev Karit. And maybe there is some deep-seated racial tension between you, or perhaps it thinks that you are working with the Simic in some capacity, but you just see this long insectile finger reach out in front of it and point at you, and this hiss of hatred emits from the priest, 
as a thin, barely glowing black laser shoots out of its finger toward you, um, and it will roll a 14 to hit you. It does not. It does not hit you. So you immediately recognize that whatever comes out of the finger of a death priest is definitely not something you want to get hit by. So in that split second when you can recognize an attack is coming, you shift yourself sideways trying to narrow the target as much as you can as this black laser sort of comes humming by your chest. Um, it is now actually your turn, so this this sort of dodge that you make also preps your next action, uh, and you can ready yourself for what you're going to do. Lorzach hates everything that is happening in this tunnel and bows his head, his face blushing red like a leaf that's fallen from a bough of a tree. As he awakens, all the spores that are coming out of the vents that are in his armor, cups one hand over the other, draws it out in a straight line, and a flaming scimitar appears in his hand, and he sets his gaze on the death priest at the far end of the tunnel. End of turn. You can now see yes. with uh, light is shed by the blade in a 10-foot radius. So, uh, uh, Fikara, is somebody standing outside of the 10-foot radius, you can see what is inside the 10-foot radius and between it, but you don't have any vision for what is still around you. All right. Um, so that light, while it is helping your teammates see, has also just painted a direct target as to where a couple of archers in the back here are going to fire upon you. So uh, they are going to shoot once at Lorzach and twice at whatever this uh, being in shining white armor is. Um, so the first attack against Lorzach will miss. And then for you, Lennox, um, here comes a 15 and a 16. Your armor class is what, 18? 18, player. So you feel a couple of small, really kind of poorly made arrows just sort of hailing out of the dark. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, Lennox, you are now up. Lennox casts light on his shield and then casts shield of faith on himself. Okay. And those are his actions. Great. So, Fikara, yeah. sitting in the back, out of the light, you know that there are things around you. Yeah. How many you do not know. But you're starting to notice that your earth tremor was a fairly successful attack and something dropped to the ground behind you. But that thing now gets up. And more importantly, they're not just behind you, they're above you. And you feel a flurry of spears come poking down at you from the ceiling, perhaps in an area your armor is not meant to defend. I'm not okay They with are this. frighteningly coordinated. So the first attack is going to be a 21. The second one will be a 6, which I'm assuming will miss. And the third one is a 16. So the, the, the 21 and yes. the 16 will hit. The 16 will hit. Okay, yeah. so you get two attacks. Yeah. So the first one will oh. deal oh, what? five piercing damage. Uh. And the second one will deal eight piercing damage. Ow. That's Ooh. unpleasant. We got to get your armor class up, girl. Ugh. Xenia. 16 is pretty good. Yeah. 16 is pretty good. Not she's awful. not, she, it'd be 18 if she was wielding a shield, but she's not, not as cute as my 20, but oh, like whatever. Shit. <laughs> Excuse me. Tem tem temporary 20. Tem temporary 20. Come back to me in an hour and we'll see how we're talking. Xenia, first thing you need to do is stand up. Mm -hmm. um, Although you don't actually need to, yeah. but 
I don't need to to cast a spell or anything. Right, but I would suggest that you do stand up before any sort of Fair inadvertent disadvantage roll. <laughs> um, and now let me double let me double check as well. Yes. I can see ten feet a ten foot radius here. You can, you can see everything except for what is attacking Fakara and what is around the corner. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So you are aware of where all of your teammates are. Great. Okay, so Xenia heaves a great sigh. Because she just did not want to deal with this. And she brushes off her clothes. She hates the texture of dirt. And she rubs her hands together and she casts Chill Touch on that motherfucker in the front row. You do not have line of sight to that motherfucker. Oh, I don't? In the front row. Do I have here? Yes, you do. Oh, okay. You can motherfuck that fucker, mother. I'm going to... <laughs> I'm going to motherfuck a, a, a particularly different motherfucker, also in the front row. Ooh, yeah, that's a good, that's a good bitch. Roll. It is twenty. Non-natural. Uh, no, non-natural. Okay, please roll some damage. <laughs> For one feisty, really trying point of necrotic damage. <laughs> so. That is the same crawl warrior that took a boulder to the face and is seemingly just kind of getting himself centered after being kind of proud that he actually got an arrow off in response to that attack. <laughs> and suddenly he gets a bit of a flick with magical power, like, like really? Like, it's, it's more of an annoyance <laughs> at this point, but it's enough to kind of get him to kind of refocus as to what's going on here. Yeah, you see just a little dead looking hand flicking <laughs> in, in between his eyes. <laughs> Um, back to the top. Perix, round two. Round two. So I stand up. Yes. Which is my full movement possibility, mm -hmm. correct? I guess I could move seven more feet mathematically. But anyway, it's not a good option. Uh, so, man, there is a minotaur in the way of what I want to do. And I will kill her if I do it. So Are I you won't sure? do it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You're positive? It's... Because I'm pretty cool. 46. Ooh. I could do it. They are on the walls and the ceiling. Can I fire up You can in a 15-foot cone? Yes, but it is a 15-foot cone. Right. So it also goes 15 feet up. So if you're shooting a cone, you will hit her. Right. This is yes. the problem. Yes. <laughs> this is why I will not yes. do this. On option. a map, we look at it as sort of a triangle. Oh, but it is a 15-foot right. diameter cone. cone. Right. Okay. Yes. And if I shoot it straight up, that's bad for everybody. Right. So I'm not going to do it. Yes. It cones out until it reaches a diameter of 15 feet. What is my line of sight? Oh, none of this is good. Here we go. I grab the crystal, and the crystal glows a light blue, and I reach out, and I touch Fakara, casting Enhance Ability. I'm giving Fakara the bull's strength for advantage on all strength checks. Great. And so Fakara, momentarily... The hair on your arms and shoulders stick up a little stiffer. Whew. Your horns seem a little bit heavier, a little bit sharper, and grow just a little bit bigger. And the bull side of your race takes over just a little bit as whatever the bovine equivalent of feral seems to take you just a little bit more. Mm, grass, more grass. <laughs> Not the direction I was expecting. <laughs> um, <laughs> the death priest saunters forward a little bit more, trying to get a, a better picture of what it is facing. And seeing now the light coming out of the shield of the Azorius, the crawl priest pulls its staff to the side and lifts up one of the second arms on the right side of its body and points a different ray at you. 
No, sir, I don't like it. Please make a constitution saving throw, Lennox. It's a natural one. A natural Ooh. one. It is going to make an attack on you. It is going to be a 19. Damage? No, a 19 to hit. Oh, that misses. Yes. Your armor class is a 20. I'm so sorry. It is a plus 5 to hit. It is a 20 exactly. Fuck I will show face. you the roll. 15 plus 5 I is a 20. Um, so you are going to... <laughs> no, because the, no, the, the, the people on the audio are going to be like, oh, we cheated. It's like, no, no, no. Make sure we see the roll. 15 plus 5 is 20. Um, you are going to take... 11 poison damage, and you are also poisoned with the failed constitution saving throw. So you have disadvantage on attacks and ability checks until the end of your next turn. Fikara. Yes. You are up. Everything around you is in range. Oh, okay. Yeah, right, right. It's just a matter of... I can't see them, correct? You can't see them, but you can attack them. So the light emanating from your shield is just forward. So you are not well, currently if it, in it, like... I mean, the whole shield, I mean, like, it, if, if my shield is out like this, it would... What is the, the, what is the radius on the light? Does it give you a radius or... Yes, it does. Well, I would um, say, I, I would say, I suppose if you were casting on anything that wasn't sort of a directional shield, then it would radiate light. So it's what, 10 feet? Uh, no, it's more than that. But I think it's like only 20. At least 20? Uh, yes. Yeah, I would say you can see them. You can okay. make attack rolls normally now. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Sounds good. Because um, technically that light is obstructed normally, but if he cast it on anything that wasn't like a plate, it right. would be radiating light. So let's just assume it's radiating light. Okay, cool. Then you I'm... now look around and you see three It's actually large... 40 feet. It's tw I'm sorry. It's yeah. 20 feet of bright light, another 20 feet of dim light. Of dim light. Thank you very much for the clarification. So Thanks. as soon as your teammate has cast this light and sort of illuminated the pocket of where you guys are, you can see, like, on the walls above you are three massive insectile warriors with very long spears as they're trying to skewer you from above. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and attack the one that's uh, over my right shoulder. Okay. And I'm just going to scream, come down and fight me, bitches! And boom, boom, with both maces. Make some attack rolls, please. Which you have advantage on. So that'll be for one attack, which will be a 11. 11 will not hit. Okay. And the other one is going to be a 21. A 21 will hit. All right, cool. Yay! And that will be 10 damage. 10 damage. Great work, Fakara. You give it a pretty good crack. You hear some exoskeleton crunch. It uh, skitters slightly down the wall, but it's nothing really to disrupt it much, but it perhaps wants to find a different purchase. Maybe the next mace won't hurt it quite so badly. Lorzach. Lorzach runs forward to the cadre of Crawl and the Death Priest in their midst and strikes the wounded one with a flaming scimitar. And will an 18 hit? An 18 just hits. Take note. And will a 15 hit? 18 is the target number. Got it. Uh, and? They have insectile armor and probably other pits of uh, dried bark and leather. So that was 16 damage, four of which is poison. How does it happen? As the Crawl Warrior raises one of its arms to defend itself, the Flaming Blade catches it between its chitinous plates, severing one arm as the dagger plunges into its compound eye. You just hear this horrible squeal that is a half vocal squeal, but also half sort of like gas escaping a valve. It's this sort of... <laughs> 
as this thing just sort of crumples into a hideous mess and part of its limbs just sort of curl up in on itself. Your foolishness has accelerated your cycle. (gasps) I'm going to make constitution saving throws on the minor ones around you. Um, Yeah, they hear your language. And even though they were attempted to be frightened, they think your dialect is a bit silly and you mispronounced a word or two. He doesn't have wings. It's hard. (laughs) (laughs) So the uh, warriors who were... Yes, so that one... um, Crawl Warrior is dead, who you just stabbed. The other one around you, so there's the Death Priest there, and then there are the two other archers with you. One of them pulls back its bow and shoots at you again, the one behind the Death Priest. Um, That rolls a 12. It does not hit. A 12 does not hit. And the other one drops its bow as you are now within range for its spear. Did it make a constitution saving throw? No, it will make Mm. a constitution saving throw. (laughs) Roll the six. It takes six necrotic damage. It takes six necrotic damage. Um, and it will attack you, again, surprisingly coordinated with this uh, spear strike. And it will roll a 14. It misses. A 14 misses. Um, <laughs> as Andrew throws some very silent middle fingers toward the DM. Lennox, you are up. Lennox heals himself for max healing. You guys roll max yes! healing. <laughs> You've done it for the entire campaign. I'm not kidding. You have rolled max healing die on everything that you're doing. He got powers. He's now fully healed. Crap. (laughs) And he summons the power of his spiritual weapon. It makes that sound. (laughs) 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 The spiritual weapon appears out of thin air, floating. It is a spectral weapon. What does it look like? A glimmering blue mace. Okay. Come on, death mace. Oh, yeah. And it smacks at does the, the death uh, Does the spiritual weapon have hit points? Can I destroy the spiritual weapon? Or do I just have to, like, take it? It doesn't say anything about hit points or anything like that. How, lo- how long is the... Uh... A minute. Okay. So it lasts for a minute, and then it goes away. And then... It's... Do I have advantage on this attack from my from the Bardic Inspiration? It's a That's D6, only six, not oh, No, an additional D6. Oh, it's a D6. So you make I'm your sorry. roll and then add a D6, and I believe you can choose until yeah. after the roll to decide whether or not to use it. Great. Um, I'll use the D6. Come on, Bardic Inspiration. Hooray! Yeah! Hit. Hooray! I'm a What number did you hit, Eddie? An 18. An 18. Yeah. An 18 just hits. Please do some damage. I'm a helper. Seven points of damage. Seven yeah. points of damage. Bam, bam, face. bam, bam, bam. In your bug face. So the uh, death priest, as it's concentrating on kind of dealing with this Golgari traitor, out of nowhere, this big blue mace just sort of appears in front of its face and sort of cartoonishly just dong, kind of <laughs> smacks it right in its faceplate. And now a quick word from one of our sponsors. You know, folks, blank walls can be pretty boring. So why not spruce up your home or office by heading over to ukiyopop.com. They have a collection of traditional Japanese prints inspired by today's comics, games, and movies. The gallery is viewable online for free and prints are available for purchase. So head over to ukiyopop.com. That's U-K-I-Y-O-P-O-P.com. Tradition in a modern method. And now... Back to the party. Now it is time for the creatures that are still behind Fikara. 
as they sort of shimmer and skitter and sort of readjust their form, they come back at you as a triangle once again. Uh. The first attack will miss with a seven. Yay. The second attack will connect with a 17. Okay. And the third attack will connect with a 19. Okay. You will take a total of 13 piercing damage. Okay. From two separate attacks. So they skitter and shift, and you can feel that the three of them are working together to kind of feint and to get you to commit to different sides to create create openings as these sort of jagged bone spears keep piercing down from the ceiling, stabbing you in the clavicle. Xenia. Um, Xenia, as infatuated as this Vidalcan ever really can be with someone so in tune with the earth, and worms, completely enchanted by uh, Lorzach's phenomenal murder of this creature, gives him, uh, with her googly violet eyes, uh, her inspiration. She then moves... So, Andrew, you now have a point of inspiration you can use at your discretion. Mm-hmm. Not incredibly nimble, Xenia sidles up next to Lennox, and she rubs her hands together and she rubs them on her pants and she holds her fingers slightly apart and forms a fireball and casts it at the death priest. And... Did you just cast fireball or are you... Firebolt. Yes. Firebolt. Firebolt. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> because, because everyone, everyone around you... Everyone would have died. <laughs> no, oh. that's not, it's not that much damage, but it is a radial attack. So are you cast... Fire, Fire bolt. bolt. Thank you very much. Terrible addiction. I apologize <laughs> to everyone. Um, <laughs> Zenia cast Fire Bolt Thank at you. the Death Priest, and this little ball of static electricity fire just fizzles out. Oh, uh, with a miss. With a miss. Rough. Okay, back to the top. <laughs> You're dead. A yeah, watery grave, yet again. <laughs> Ooh, burn. Um, Yikes. Okay, for those of you at home, I just dropped uh, Ned's uh, initiative slot into my coffee. So Ned Donovan has received yet another watery grave in this game. Well, but fuck your game. Top of the order. Top of the order. Yes, and you failed athletic checks for swimming underwater. So a lot of good. That counterbalance worked. Um, Top of the order is your turn to attack again. So uh, I am also not the most nimble, and I am horrified of whatever is attacking Fakara. And not only that, but this swarm seems to be rather coordinated, and you guys seem to be struggling slightly. Yeah, thanks. So uh, Parrick stands up and immediately moves past Xenia to the space just beyond her, which I believe is my max move, given my current situation. You will receive an attack of opportunity from the creature above you. Yeah. It also will have... uh, Actually, it is not next to another crawl, so it will not receive advantage on that attack. It will roll a six. Great. <laughs> That's so, awesome. As as this crawler sort of focused on Fikara and it it sees kind of out of the corner of one of its, I don't know how many eyes, that there's the shift and it kind of quickly just tries to pop you with the back end of its spear, but you move safely out of distance. Okay, and then uh, the, the crystal in my hand grows that same deep purple from the last encounter and a bolt fills in my hand and fires straight at the death priest for which bolt. Okay. Tell me a natural 20 plus five hits. Well, I'm gonna say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say yeah. Uh, what happens for damage in this you situation? You get an additional damage dice. So you roll 1d12. Die. Excuse me. Die is the singular. Yes. Dice is the plural. 
that would be uh, 21 points of damage. 21 points of damage. Which is not great on a 3d12. Well, <laughs> it's a severe smash. Well, yeah, anything above an 18 is good. Um, describe this spell to me a little bit more clearly so, so I can see what's going on. Witch Bolt is, a, is a, a lancing arc of energy that comes straight out of my hand and fires into the heart of the Death Priest, which causes this same purple aura to appear around it, but only to me as I am now tethered into its very core. Freaky. Um, a severe amount of damage, but the Death Priest seems to stare at you with this sort of blank insectile face with sort of voodoo skull painted on it, and it knows exactly what it is you just did and seems very perturbed. In fact, on its turn, the first thing that it does is shifts slightly around the does mace. It? Or does it take a constitution saving throw? <laughs> What type, what type of damage is it? Necrotic. Necrotic. <laughs> so it will roll a 16. It saves. For saving throw. And we'll say that's all that happens as far as that. It will shift five feet to the right as it sort of dances around trying to keep at least a single line with that spiritual weapon and Lorsatch, seeing if there's a way that it can sort of protect itself around. What you see is one of its many arms reach down to the dead corpse of the insect warrior that you defeated earlier. Not gonna be great. And it simply just picks it up and just while it's focusing a separate spell, just <laughs> just starts gnawing on it and consuming some of this dead warrior. Ew. That's horrifying. It's probably healing itself. I don't need you to Reduce. say that out loud. <laughs> of fear in my life reduce recycle reuse <laughs> that's that is what the guild is all about mm -hmm. earth friendly you guys also run the appalachian trail <laughs> oh sorry so after picking up this body and gnawing on it it seems like it's focusing a spell and just skitters forward scarily towards lorzach and reaches out this hand towards you one of its four hands and it will roll double 17 on advantage, so a 21 to hit. It hits. You feel this horrific pull of your soul out of your body and immediately know that you are being drained. And you will take eight points of necrotic damage. And by the consumption and this vampiric touch, this death priest that has just received some of your damage seems to stand back up a little taller with a bit of audacity. Mother. Fuck. Fikara. That was incredibly unpleasant. I'm going to cast Second Wind. Okay. So that will be, where did the thing that I- I don't know, Max. Hopefully, <laughs> that would be lovely. All right, not bad. Not Max. Not Max, but not bad. Uh, yeah. Fist pump for the DM. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a sound bite. <laughs> right? Up until that roll, I'm not kidding. I've been telling for the entire campaign, every time you guys have rolled healing dice to regain hit points, you have rolled the max number on the die. Well, it's because we're kind of awesome. Up until now. Right. You're welcome, everybody. Uh, <laughs> so then I will go ahead and mace the one that I'd, I've already maced. I will go ahead and strike him again. Be like, get over here. Smash the bug. See if that works. It's going to be an 11, which is sad. And 11 will not hit. Okay. And They're just dodging too much. It's too right. coordinated. It's too much shifting. It's too much skittering. It's really hard to just sort of land one solid slack. Right, right. 
Um, and I will also do action surge to hit again. Okay. With a 23. A 23 will hit. Right. Okay, come on. Let's finish this bastard off with a six. Six Or damage. seven, I'm sorry. Seven. Seven damage. It looks really worn out. Like, why am I the only one out of the three of us that has continued to get attacked by this lady? <laughs> Ow. And it's skittering just a little bit less easily and a little bit less coordinated. Okay. Lorzach, you are up. Lorzach holds aloft a flaming scimitar and brings it crashing down upon the form of the crawl death priest. Does a 24 hit? A 24 does hit. And a 16 does not. A 16 does not hit. Mother. <laughs> Pause while Lorzash counts the like 12 dice of damage that he rolled. 22 damage. 22 oh, damage. Yes. Now make no mistake, this is a very large crawl. And though you chip away at it and chunk away at it, there is visible damage. As your scimitar slices and the fire burns, Neither of these things do insects like, but this is a death priest, and you know from experience that these things don't drop easily, and when they go down, they go down vengefully. It is now the creatures around the death priest's turn to chip in. Um, one of them is going to, again, fire an arrow at you, Lorzach. Which one? The one in the back. That it, One of them is next to you that is now switched to a spear. The other one that has been firing arrows continuously is going to shoot another arrow at you. Does a 22 hit? It does. You will take four piercing damage. And then the one next to the death priest seems a little bit more invigored that its leader is uh, rocking next to it, but I guess it's going to make a constitution yeah, save. <laughs> Does a 13 work? It meets the save. It meets the save. Does that go to yes. the... Great. So that goes to the roller. However, it is going to attack you with its spear. Does a 17 hit? It does. A 17 hits. You will take another five piercing damage. So the fact that this death priest has been taking this damage and surviving and nobody seems concerned with the fact that it's now eating some of its members and it's touching the opponents, the crawl feel like they're winning and feel a little bit more invigorated to fight back just that little bit extra. Lennox. Lennox's spiritual weapon attacks the death priest, rolling a 14 plus five, 19. A 19 will hit. Roll damage, please. Yes, Lennox. Ah, that's eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. Out of curiosity, what kind of damage is this weapon throwing? Force should... damage. Force damage, okay. Uh, that was his bonus action. Okay. And then he steps up and touches his spore-wielding friend and grants him heroism. Heroism, heroism, whatever. Uh, <laughs> now you have bravery. You cannot be frightened. And you have plus five temporary hit points and you get to attack. Immediately? Immediately. You get to free attack action right yes. now. Love that. You see the- I love that you looked you, at your damage and were like, he hits harder. So I you, love that. So Lennox, you run up and you give this heroic inspiration to your spore-wielding friend, and Lorzat sort of re-cocks his sword behind his shoulder, and you see the death priest sort of very confusedly go, oh, what the freaking hell is about to happen? And Lorzach will use his inspiration. Oh no. And will miss oh. if a 14 does not hit. Oh, the disappointment oh. as you hear this insectile. <laughs> Damn, that's Fikara. Yes. You are still being 
assaulted by these three oh, warriors as your friends have abandoned you to go deal with the rather cool-looking miniature on the table. I <laughs> <laughs> said, who are those crawl warriors in the back on the ceiling? Forget that. So you are being attacked again in the same manner. They are just dead set that if the three of them work together, eventually they can bring down the cow. Right. The first attack is a 17. The second attack is also a 17. And the third attack is also a 17. It's worth three 14s. Feels bad. You're not my favorite right now. Well, I'm not really anybody's favorite because I'm the dungeon master. I know. You are going to take, it will be 12 I'm down. piercing damage. Oh, that is bad. So you guys feel the terror as suddenly this radiant rage of a bull behind you suddenly just dissipates. And by turning around, you see Fikara down on the tunnel floor. Fuck. Okay. Xenia, it is now your turn. Xenia, incredibly frustrated by her spellcasting ability, decides to go harder, go home, and she casts Chaos Bolt at the Death Priest. For those at home, she blew on the die. And she uses Tides of Chaos and tries to get a better roll. Oh, you are going to need to roll twice. So, you have missed your attack, but you did use Tides, so I need you to roll a d100, please, as wild magic pours out from you. Oh. Two. I believe in you. No, 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 she just, yeah, yeah. 30, oh, right again. <laughs> 30. 30. Please be cool, please be cool. Instant death to all enemies. Please no, be that's... chickens, please be chickens. Xenia is as overwhelmed as she possibly can be with as much emotion as she possibly can be. Chickens, chickens, chickens. You feel a great deal of embarrassment having missed, and you feel completely useless, like you've disappointed and abandoned your friends. And out of fear, out of that overwhelming emotion that you just want to run and hide that you feel right now, you inadvertently teleport 60 feet away from your current position to uh, an unoccupied space you can see. Exactly 60 feet away. So you gotta go backwards, I guess. Back into the water. Because you can't see around the corner. <laughs> yes, she can. Oh. Um, she can't see 60 feet. Well, and would I get a full 60 feet? I'm not encumbered, of course, by the terrain. No, you, you teleport exactly 60 feet somewhere. Thank you. <laughs> that kind of works for you right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing about wild magic. Sometimes it's, I think people go, oh, something horrible is going to happen. And yes, sometimes it does. Sometimes really helpful things happen. Sometimes like nothing happens. Her she survival. has teleported behind the bad guys. Yes. Yeah, so you have teleported yourself farther down into the tunnel, but you are now in total darkness. Um, and you can see and hear the battle raging back down the tunnel that you were. But for the moment, um, I... <laughs> For, for for once again, Xenia has just sort of sauntered off during during the combat. She's so easily distracted. Top of the order, Perix. Okay, well, I stare at the death priest, but it seems like there are plenty of people dealing with the death priest. So I break the witch bolt and I turn around and run back to Fakara. Okay. Uh, I am then going to, at these three crawl attackers, Yes. my crystal will glow a light red as my hands begin to boil and I will push that boiling energy directly at all three of them in a 15 foot cone. <laughs> uh, it is they a all make a save. deck save of 13. Can't kill me. Already down. Um, well, yeah, you can. <laughs> the but, the but two you to your left fail. The one to your right does with a 21. Okay. So uh, let's take some, some damage, huh? 
Uh, they are going to receive, what's that math? 16 points of burning damage. Yeah, so that one that Fikara has been swinging around with wildly has finally taken too much. It's fire damage. Fire is even worse for bugs. With a hideous squeal, it just... just sort of plummets down to the earth between you and then does that sort of hideous curling of appendages that happens when an insect dies. The other one next to you has certainly taken the first real major damage, and the other two haven't been touched before this particular attack. So, next, the Death Priest. Back again. As it begins its turn within 10 feet of Lorzach, it will make a constitution saving throw. It will have a 21. It saves. It saves. (laughs) (laughs) Save early, save often. Save early, save often. So, it is now becoming increasingly annoyed, and you can tell from its mandibles and from its legs that it is sort of skittering back and forth in place in a very irritated fashion as it transfers its staff down to its bottom two arms and its top two arms sort of spread out and throw right at you, Lorzatch. You can see a bunch of poisonous spray that comes out of its hands. Please make a constitution saving throw. 18. An 18 will save yourself. You immediately notice that this is some sort of poison spray coming out and you sort of laugh as the Devkarin inside of you is like, please, as you just, your spores just sort of dissipate the mist into a harmless spray. Fikara, please make a death saving throw. Hooray! I got a five. You have one failed save. <sighs> Lorzach. Clutching a flaming blade and a dagger, Lorzach strikes at the crawled death priest and does not do well, folks. No, that floating mace in front of your eyes is making it difficult to strike home. It is now the companions of the death priest's turn to attack you once again as the spear coordinates with its master to strike. Does a 12 hit? I suppose not. At you, Lorzach. A 12. And it does what? Does a 12 hit you? It does not. It does not hit you. <laughs> but what else does he need to do? Oh, just say it out loud. <laughs> it rolls an 11. And takes four necrotic damage. Oh, it takes some necrotic damage. It is looking super poorly. Like, super poorly. The, the death priest? No, so the, uh, the, the crawl that is next to the death priest is sort of coordinating. You notice that these crawls seem to work together to attack to their advantage. And it sort of sidesteps your mace to throw a spear at Lorzach. But Lorzach's spores have finally affected it enough that it kind of throws a cough. And it tilts the spear off balance enough that it can't land home with a strike. However, the crawl that is still in the back fires an arrow. Uh, does a 17 hit? It does you will take six piercing damage from its arrow. How you doing, Lorzach? For the first time, you see what Devkarin blood looks like. Oh, man. Lennox. Okay, gotta save the cow. I got her, man. Unless you can do something from there. I can. Okay, great. That would be very useful to me. (laughs) I feel like somebody just cow tips me every kind of time I go down. It's like, ugh. Lennox summons his healing power and utters a healing word and throws the energy towards his bovine companion. Did you really have to use the word utter? (laughs) (laughs) Please make your roll. Oh, that's amazing. Yes. Eight points. Yay! (laughs) Max healing is no longer effective. 
<laughs> you <laughs> broke it. The Drink run is over. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's I don't want to pour it down your throat right, for right, an action. Right, right. <laughs> was that enough to get her up? Yes. Yeah, I'm up. Yeah. Thank well, you so much. Well, you're currently lying on the ground, which is good because it is those skittering things around you turn. And they think they've already killed you. So, Perex, you are about to get. Oh, wait, that was just my hello. I'm not done yet. I'm sorry. Oh, well, pardon me. <laughs> I acted like I was like completely done. But you I did was sit not. back with your arms like... folded. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah. you, still have, you still have a spectral I was so weapon. pleased with myself. You still have uh, a spectral yes. weapon. Please roll attack. My spectral weapon attacks. Target is an 18. And it misses. <laughs> and it misses. <laughs> now, if I may, Perix. I am uh, pretty. Yes, yes, go ahead. Receive the tag team spear action of two insect warriors. The first attack is a 21. Sure. The second attack is a 17. So I'm no, going- No, I'm sorry, a 16. I'm going to cast shield. As a reaction. As a reaction to yes. the 16, because I can't block the 21 no matter what, but okay. I can block the 16. So you block the second one? Yes. Okay, so you will take four piercing damage from one of the two. Take as, it. As they sort of dance together again up on the walls, one of them faints to the left, throwing your shield reaction in that direction while another spear kind of catches you in the shoulder. From yeah, the yes, okay. Xenia. Um, Xenia just feeling so upset and just so embarrassed at how she continues to fail the team, reaches deep inside herself and attempts to cast Shatter on this square right here Got it. in order to hit yep. all three. Get it, girl. What is the uh, saving throw needed? 13. A 13. Uh, charisma? Yes. Well, here's the thing. Insect bugs aren't very charismatic. <laughs> <laughs> so the two crawl warriors, um, one of them actually will save. So the archer will save with a 14. The other one will fail with a nine. And then the death priest will also fail with an eight. So what, did, what happened? I'd like to spend one sorcery point to roll additional damage on the death priest, but each creature takes three points of, or three d8s of damage. Uh, that's 17 points of damage on the death priest so far. So the death priest and the one who failed will take 17. Both of them, yes, okay. And then the one who saved takes half. Mm -hmm. So it will take 12. Doesn't it round, does it round up or down? I think it runs down, but th there's also the initial damage of shatter. So the initial damage of shatter of which it takes. So it's shatter plus the three d eight rounded down is half as a thirteen, and then to a yep. twelve. Wow. Okay. So the crawl warrior that is up at the front, none of them are even aware that you are behind it, and suddenly it can just feel its whole exoskeleton structure just shatter. Oh. And its back sort of arcs in this horrible crack as it just sort of crumples in an unnatural shape to the ground. The archer crawl that is still in front of you is now angrily aware that you are behind it, and the death priest, again, sort of twists herself in a slight matter as now she is aware that the attacks are coming from multiple directions. And Xenia, feeling finally empowered by this action and being able to help her friends, um, releases the rest of this thunderous rage at the death priest for an additional 17 points of damage. Oh, and this is what? This was my empowered spell. Oh, wow, okay, yes, ooh. <laughs> I like to imagine Sorry. that's what the death priest said. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my 
phalanges. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, my thorax. So yeah, so somehow, somehow, Xenia's shame has turned into a flank and just unleashed this super power of damage out from down the tunnel. You guys hear this crack and this rip of power and where you had assumed that Xenia had just sort of abandoned you once again, you now realize, no, she is leading the charge. Top of the order, Perix. Oh, hey, so uh, of these two guys around me, which are uh, damaged? So the one, um, I know you're kind of facing the opposite way, but you as a character. Yeah, yeah, looking at my mini. Looking which... at your mini, to the left, that one has been damaged and looks bloody. The one to the right has not been touched. Great, so I'm pointing at the bloodied and damaged one. Okay. And the crystal suddenly glows black and the room seems to darken just a little bit as this ominous, barely audible bell tolls through the room, and I toll the dead on that motherfucker. Oh, shit. It needs a wisdom saving throw of 13. A three. Great talk, <laughs> everybody. On, it's gonna take straight up. What's the math here? Oh my God. Is there extra math? Oh, there is no extra math. I'm so sorry. It's a seven. It is a seven. Seven points of necrotic damage. Seven points of necrotic damage. It drops from the ceiling. It is not dead. No, I apologize. Yes, it is. Seven. It just drops dead. No pomp, no ceremony, no fun articulation. It just toll of the dead. Here, one minute. Gone with the snap of a finger. I gotta move to cantrips because I need that shield spell slot. <laughs> the, the death priest, seeing the danger that it's in as its warriors are dropping one by one, she once again reaches down and grabs the dead crawl warrior next to her and begins chewing on it, revitalizing herself. <laughs> Take it, Max. Heal damage, players. <laughs> <laughs> and then... I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. She starts to break out her more desperate attacks. Lorzach, would you please make a constitution saving throw as a literal blight emanates from her mouth? 19. A 19 Ooh. is good, because those of you who don't know what Blight does... It's not great. It does 8d8 damage. Half on a save throw. So, that is 10, 16. I'm just doing math out loud. Oh, that's another 16 and another 13. So, 32 and... So, 47 divided by two, rounded down, is 23 necrotic damage. So this anger, insult, pain, and just absolute disgust as this who just pours out of the death priest's mouth and hugs the floor before rising up into your lungs. And Lorzach, you see him just sort of cringe up his eyes up into his head in this tightness and then just drop to Did the ground. Did we just double damage your character? No. no. Oh, God. No. I was like, oh, shit. No, but he is it's, dead. Uh, not great. No. <laughs> but that would have been uh, 47 points of damage if he'd failed would that have constitution save. One dropped you. It would have been very close to dropping me. Yeah. But for now, he is not dead. Um, Fikara. Neither is Fikara! Yay! Not dead! Uh, can I reach... The, um... Well, number one, you're on the ground. Right. That, I was just going <laughs> to ask you if... Can you reach the ceiling from laying down on the ground? No. Carter, was... we need some healing potions. That was the thing. So, And I can... Uh, bonus action to take a healing potion? You can manipulate an object 
Yes. Okay. Then I will take a healing potion. So you can manipulate for free. So pop it, drink as a bonus action, receive yeah. the healing that the healing potion will give you. What does the healing potion give you? Um, a potion gives you two d four plus two. Okay. Cool. Oh, right. That's not bad. That's, that's pretty good you got for two. the for the general potion of healing. Cool. All right. That's not that's not bad. Oh, where did the other one go? You oh, there it went. So one and one and two. Yep. So four. <laughs> four so points. Four. So the okay. lowest possible amount you can get. We've we've pendulumed pretty badly. I have yeah. stolen your luck and have <laughs> max healed my monster. Okay, so I'm up, took the bonus action. Yes. I am just like, you didn't know that Minotaurs could growl, but it's like this and just rage out and hit as hard as I can, like doing a little adorable Minotaur leap to hit the uh, crawl that's like on the ceiling. Yeah. I like to imagine you just served it like a tennis ball. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> And that yes! is, yeah, oh, that's going to be a 24. Oh, yes. In yes. the face. Oh, yes. Now, this crawl has not taken any damage, but it is now realizing that it has no companions to help it. Yeah, and it's going to take eight damage, please. It's going to take eight damage. Yes. Roger. Okay. Lorzetch, would you please make a death saving throw? You have one fail. Um, the one crawl warrior that now sees that it, you are behind it, Xenia, turns around very rapidly and tries to launch an arrow in your direction out of desperation. Um, does a 15 connect? Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> I know we're making a sad face, but I'm questioning whether or not you've actually ever taken damage so far in this campaign. <laughs> have you ever, have you actually been damaged yet? We have a no. first this week. We have a first this week, ladies and gentlemen. It's Landry. only, I don't know the math yet, but it's around the two and a half You know what? <laughs> For the first time in the campaign, I'm breaking out the fuck you D6. Oh no! You are going to take six points of piercing damage. That's fair. <laughs> you have like a dead character, a bovine who drops Two people have dropped constantly. in, somebody's died. Xenia takes her first six points. And <laughs> I, I've, I've been deserving this for a I while. Ex I accept my punishment. <laughs> I accept um, Lennox, you're up, my man. My spiritual mace attacks. Yeah, spiritual mace. Does not, not hit. not what I saw. No. Yeah. And I cure my fallen companion. Of his wounds for becoming a whammy. Yes! yes! Oh crap! <laughs> <laughs> Which is eleven points. As the cleric, as the cleric steals the power back from the dungeon master and <laughs> rises Lorzach from the floor. Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> that one crawl warrior that is stuck back with now Perix and Fikara is going. Wait, this was a three on one. That's now a one on two. I'm really not happy with this situation. So he is going to make a desperate attack back at Fikara. Oh, I'm like, tell him he's going to run. Uh, it's going to be a 14. Suck it. D does no. Not, what is your armor class? 16. Right. So a 14. Doesn't hit. Yes. Does not hit. Yeah, that's okay. why I said suck it. And then <laughs> <laughs> People get mad at DMs for various reasons. True. It's difficult when when, when curses are thrown our way. It's, it, we're just trying to establish what exactly we're cursing about. <laughs> Sorry um, about that. It then is, it then is <laughs> rather boldly and desperately going to move away from you. And I'm now realizing I could have just taken a disengage action and run away, but I didn't. <laughs> so it is going to flail and then back up, providing an opportunity of attack for both of you. Um, that would be 
one of those, but since you rolled a one or a two, I'm going to assume that you just I miss. She still has advantage. Yeah, that's why. From oh, both strength. From both yeah, ability. A, yeah. Thank you for clarifying for the audience. Would you like to use the one or the two? I'll use the two, please. <laughs> a two misses. Uh, I'm assuming a nine misses. You're assuming a nine misses. You are correct, a nine misses. Yeah. But what it will do is it will skitter all the way around the wall till it is in a space next to its death priest, but still far enough away that it won't need to make a constitution saving throw. <laughs> 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 from the spores and if that means moving past the priest it will move past the priest does it have that kind of range yeah. no no around the wall just around to the back side of her it can climb over her on the wall keep going around keep going around right, keep man. there you go i'm gonna let this slide but yeah. it's like it definitely crosses within it, a radius of 10 feet but. but it has to start the it's also 10 or 11 squares does it have a movement of that much yeah oh yeah okay oh yeah they're, they're nuts <laughs> Well, no, we can do it. We make it. That's okay. We can clarify this. If it enters your space, it takes it as well. Or if it moves through. If it, if it enters that space. And, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's fine. We'll have it make it. That's fine. Um, A seven. Takes four oh, necrotic well, damage. I'm going to pay for being considerate about that, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it takes uh, it takes some more necrotic damage. It seemed to have very desperately allowed itself to have three sources of damage coming out as it as it sort of panically skitters back to the safety of the death priest. Xenia. Uh, Xenia, feeling so tickled that something is finally working, goes back to shatter and casts it again right in the center of these three guys. Okay, and the DC saving throw is what? 13. So uh, the archer fails. The spearman uh, scores a 12. Yes. So the 12 fails, fails. And the priestess also fails with a 5. Fantastic. Okay. 14. You just roll Total. once for... I'm going to do him. I'm going to spend a sorcery. And the sorcery point, sure. And this is for the death priest. Another la, 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 10. Oh, okay. So um, would you please describe how in a single spell you obliterate all of the remaining <laughs> warriors? <laughs> as, as this one crawl warrior made such a desperate act to find its way back to its master, <laughs> either to defend or die as a snack, fueling the crawl machine and instead just becomes a conduit for a massive spell shattering. So, so Zenia reaches deep within, deep within herself and she plants this ringing in the center of each one of these creatures, this thunderous ringing that starts as this little pulse and grows and grows and grows into this giant thunderclap and all of their ears bleed and they drop to the ground. And she laughs maniacally. <laughs> <laughs> Huzzah! So, as the battle fury subsides, and the cold darkness of the Undercity envelops you once again, the danger of the Golgari becomes an unsettling reality. Though vision is limited, you can definitely feel the pain coursing through Lorzach as he lingers among the dead, perhaps feeling the same pain that Perix felt deep within the Zonnet. As the tragedies mount, there is still but one direction, and so you trudge off farther into darkness. On the next Encounter Party, 
Warzatch faces a harsh reality as the manipulations of Malthus Reed stretch beyond what anyone could have imagined. As Xenia's plan takes its turn, our players face a danger they could have never planned for. Where has the power been running to, and will they finally identify this mysterious orb? Find out next time on Encounter Party! Encounter Party is produced by Play Plus One and Charging Moose Media, based on the worlds of Dungeons and & Dragons and Magic the Gathering created by Wizards of the Coast. Sound capture and original sound effects by Will Malones. Edited and mixed by Ned Donovan. Theme music by Alexander Nakarada of Serpent Sound Studios. Additional music by Serge Narcissoff and Darren Curtis. Special thanks to Megan Judkins and Will Malones. Good evening. This is Lorzach Roth's speaker. You know, most people throughout history are dead. And someday, you will be too. Or will you? Find out by joining the Golgari Swarm and find your secret to a life everlasting. Join our Facebook discussion group for all the behind-the-scenes looks at what's happening with Encounter Party. Find us on Twitter and Instagram as well. For news and updates, go to EncounterParty.com. And let's keep this party going.